Welcome to Podcast 2187. Enjoy the show. And don't forget to submit your blaster for inspection. Welcome to Podcast 2187. We've got Mark and we have me tonight. And I'm just going to say and this right have, off the bat. Wait, wait, we have nobody else. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I'm going to get this right off the bat and say that next week, which is our last episode before Celebration Chicago, we're going to have like a celebration preview kind of episode, and we're going to have a guest on. And I, I don't want to say the name yet just because this person is, is uh, uh, I don't want to get your... Well, no, I'm like, it, it's happened before that we try to get this person on and that something happens and the person isn't actually on. So... All I want to say is, and without revealing the name of the person who will be on <laughs> next week, if you and that person end up hanging out and um, and you have a beer and he has a Shirley Temple uh, <laughs> together, I'm going to be very jealous. I, I I wouldn't be shocked if that happens. Because that would be, that. that's like, I mean, I I can't say that I've I can't tell anyone that I may or may not have met this person, but when I did, it was pretty cool. Uh-huh. Uh, but you know, all all three of us together would would be good. Yeah. Anyways, whatever. Enjoy enjoy <laughs> celebration, a <laughs> hole. <laughs> yeah, well, well, we'll be getting that more in more detail next week. But for now, yes. though, we got a bunch of uh, of stuff that we can talk about. And lots mo- of stuff. And a lot of it's pretty exciting too. So we got, um, let's see, we got the new audio book that we yes. can talk about a little bit. Not uh, even audio. It's it, it's more like a it's more like a play almost. Yeah, kind of like a, an extended radio drama or something. Yeah. So so uh, there's going to be a book coming out uh, about Dooku's early years, uh, basically his origin story, uh, so to speak. Right, and uh, it's strictly just audio. It's it's not even uh, going to be a book format that I'm aware of. I mean, they said it, it's strictly more like an audio play. It's got different actors playing, uh, uh, you know, different characters, and and Which it's. I, I saw on the cast list, Sifo Dias is on there. So again, yeah. this is some pretty cool backstory. Good old Sifo Dias. I mean, really, he was supposed to be. That was supposed to be just somebody heard Sidious wrong, right? Or, or Sidious was like, uh, my alternate code name is <laughs> Sifidius, not Sidious, Sifidius. I mean, they ended up turning it around for Clone Wars because that was always one of those sticking points that I was like, man, I hope they they explain all this because it just kind of yeah. comes out of left field in Attack of the Clones. But, but I mean, it does. But at the same time, that's the conversation we had a couple weeks ago about how deep the lore is in the prequels. That's kind of a part of it. I know it feels like it came out of left field, but you're like, okay, what? (laughs) What's this? What's this story to explore? And now that we're talking about how deep the lore is in the prequels, I mean, this is from what, you know, I was talking to Florian. So Florian, uh, if anybody follows him on Twitter, he's pretty much the go-to guy as far as uh, Star Wars literature is concerned. Right. Uh, he learns about what's coming out pretty much earlier than anybody else and, and talks about it. He's a good person to follow. It's F-L-O-R-I-A-N. But uh, one of the things I was talking about him with is that this really, as far as everyone's concerned, this is the earliest canon in the new Star Wars. I mean, it... it oh. 
It is. Yeah, this I, is, I hadn't this thought is about prior that. To, this is prior to Phantom Menace. Yeah. You know, and we have, you know, the... We have the new book coming out where it's Obi-Wan and, uh, and Qui-Gon. Right. right? Master which, and Apprentice. Which is earlier, earlier than Phantom Menace. But this is even earlier than that because this is, you know, uh, uh, Dooku being trained by Yoda. So th- this will make Drew happy, but do you think this this kind of getting more to explore in that area increases the chances at all of having any type of Old Republic show on Disney Plus? <sighs> no, on Disney Plus, I don't think so. Okay. I mean, maybe, maybe he. I'll, I'll, I'll let me let me finish up talking about uh, talking about uh, the Dooku book, and then <laughs> I, I can mention something else. But but he and I were talking about what's the if you have a you and I can talk about it too. What what's three things that you want like your wish list mm-hmm. from uh, from celebration? Okay, yeah, we'll get uh, there. And, the, and then the other thing that, that the author announced is that in this audio, what, what is this called anyways? Is it like an audio drama? Yes, fine. That's the audio drama. Uh, we will learn uh, Count Dooku's first name. It's Count. We know no, that. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, he's Mr. Count Dooku, of course. It's Count Chocula Dooku. Ah, better. How did I miss that? Or, or Count Dracula Dooku. And uh, uh, it's Asage Frankenberry Ventress. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I love Frankenberry. Which one's the best? There's Frankenberry, Booberry, and Count Chocula, right? Uh, I think for me, it's. I think I think the one that uh, if you have to keep one and do away with two, it, it you're gonna keep Count Chocula. I mean, there's only well, I mean, yeah, because it's good, but at the same time, it's less original than the other two. Still, though, yeah, but it's Count Chocula. It's Count Chocula. Yeah, yeah, Boo- yeah. The the one that's the on the totem pole is Booberry. Mm-hmm. That's low down. Fra- to me, it'd be Count Chocula, Frankenberry, Booberry. I think I can get on board with that. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. So, uh, the book or the audio drama. <laughs> audio drama. Yes, with uh, Count Dooku. And so uh, what we saw Yoda's going to be in it, too, which is, again, pretty cool. I'm sure mention of Sheev Palpatine will be in there. Yeah, I think uh, let me let me try to find the cast list because I saw it and let me just find it. And then we'll go over. One thing about the cast list, I I, I looked at it and I'm like, I don't know who any of these people are. Uh, It's not it's not like they got uh, uh, who is it? Corey Burton does uh, Count Dooku for right. Like and if like they Tom said Kane hey, doesn't do Yoda, so on. Right. If if they had that, I'd be like, oh, this is everything I wanted. Right now, right. it's like this is almost everything I wanted. Well, here, j- just for the, uh, just for the characters only, not not the voice actors, but the characters. We have Asajj Ventress, Dooku, Gretz Droom, Qui Gon, uh, Gretz Droom. It says. Okay. Qui Gon. Uh, mm-hmm. is it Ramil? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sifo Dias. Say. <laughs> uh, Jorah Aerith. Jenza. Th- these are mostly new, I think. Uh, is it Lenny? Kastana? I don't even know. Kind Kind of regular brother. And Yoda. Can you just run through that last name real quick? Uh, I, I, I went ahead and I already said it. It's on the books. Yeah. Kind of regular Yeah, exactly. 
Yes, and, and who are the people playing them? Uh, okay, so for Asajj Ventress, we have... Um, uh, Nika Futterman. No. Right. <laughs> Wait, actually, to come to look... Yeah, none of these people are the people who have done their... I mean, I don't know, yeah. Jonathan, Jonathan Davis is Qui-Gon. But no, not even, because Liam Neeson did Qui-Gon for Clone Wars. So, yeah, but Jonathan Davis, Jonathan Davis is good. So in a situation like where... And this is not casting aspersions on anybody. But there are right. level like you're not going to get, you know, Liam Neeson to do an audiobook necessarily. You're not going to get Ewan McGregor to do it. But I could see Corey Burton doing it. I could see Tom Kane doing it. I could see Nika yeah. Futterman doing it. So the fact, I mean, you know, Ashley Eckstein narrated the entire Ahsoka book. So, so the fact that we have an audio drama without any of the people known for playing the characters is a little off. It would make it so much better if they if they did it the different way, but yeah, why why they suddenly announced it a week or two weeks before? It's kind of odd to announce it two weeks before. Okay, three weeks. Well, before celebration. Well, I mean, probably because it's gonna I don't, get lost in all the other announcements. Well, not only that, but they're gonna have like the whole. There's like an entire section of these things that's just about the books and the authors signing things and all that. So I feel like they want to get some. Uh, preparation and, and and attention early to that, so that people, True. when they're walking by and and they see the poster for this book over there, they're like, "All oh, right, you know, in the middle of everything else, let me go check that out and talk to this author." Because I did notice that they will be having him signing the poster at the booth. Which him? The author of the audio drama. Oh, is, is it? Because like I know that like we, I was looking at it today. They had signings for Timothy Zahn and Claudia Gray and uh, John He's Jackson day one. Miller. He's day one, the, yeah. the author of the audio drama. Okay. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what's his name? Who's the author of the audio drama? Uh, we're gonna find you're good, out. You're good, on, you're good on Twitter and Google, so. So I ask you, you have fast fingers. That's what everybody says. You're well known. According to this, the it's going to be Star Wars Dooku, Jedi Lost by Kevin Scott. That's him, Kevin Scott. Kevin Scott's going to be signing posters. Uh, if you can get one of those posters, Tim, signed by Kevin Scott, I'd appreciate it. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. <laughs> you can get I saw... two, that's great. Well, and again, I also saw something uh, today from, I think it was from like Random House or something about bring a uh, uh, like poster tube with you. It's a good idea. And you know what's cool, though? What they sell, uh, you can find it. You can definitely find it there. But there is um, there is usually these, their Mylar poster holders are amazing. I When I went to the last celebration, there, there was a vendor selling it. And I guarantee he or somebody like him will be there. You just get the poster and you put it in there and it, and it just keeps yeah. it perfect. You know, I started to go on another thing about celebration, but I'm, I'm reining it in and keeping this for next week. You got to keep well, this Well, let me just say, let me just say, if, if history repeats itself, they will be handing out posters for the new movie. Uh-huh. Small ones. Uh-huh. At the, at the end of the thing. And when you walk out, look for where the main Star Wars hub is. Okay. Does that make sense? I think so. Like if Star Wars had a booth, okay? Uh-huh. J.J. Abrams might be signing there. I... 
because at, <laughs> at, at Star Wars, you know, celebration, right? So the, right. the everything happens, right? It's like here we're announcing episode seven. Here's the trailer, blah blah blah. Hey, look, when you walk out, here's a poster. So we're walking out, we're happy. We go to what looks like the cantina. You know, mm-hmm. they have a, and I'm looking like, holy crap, J.J. Abrams is signing these little posters they just gave out. Okay. So you're saying scope it out on Thursday for where it might be the main point? Yes. To be? Yes. And then, and then not too long after that, he may be out there signing posters if it's anything like the past. Okay. And, and just push your ass in there and get it. That's <laughs> all you can do is just. Oh, I, I will trample over people, especially if I didn't else, get to see the panel. Everybody else is, so you, you got to do it. Yeah. It's unfortunate, but that is, this is Comic-Con, not Comic-Con, but Star Wars Celebration. <laughs> well, and that's what I'm saying, and especially if I don't get to get into the panel in the first place, you know Go I'm going to be yeah. pushing. I hope. I hope. I'm pulling <laughs> for you. Pulling anyway, for you. We, we do have other stuff to talk about, too. Besides uh, uh, Kevin uh, Scott in his uh, Dooku Lost book. Is it Dooku Lost? Uh, Jedi Lost. Jedi Lost, okay. Yeah. Which, what, what, I, what? I didn't even look. When does it, like, does it come out? Like, I don't know, after? Tim. Google it. I will, because seriously, if it comes out before Celebration, I don't know if it does or not, but that'd be, like, great listening material. I don't believe way, it will. The way there. Probably not. Uh, let's see. If they're smart, Did though, you? if they're smart, though, they would release it the day before Celebration so that you have something to listen to when you're setting the lines. But apparently, lines are a thing of the past. And start with celebration. So, Let's see here. Um, yeah, it does say it's only being released as an audiobook, no physical copies. So that's confirmed. Uh, confirmed. Ah, it's available April thirtieth. Oh, all right. Uh, so obviously, I, I know one of the things we're going to be getting to is we will have some discussions over potential leaks or rumors or stories and things that are going on to, to kind of get some hype for this whole episode 9 thing. But before we get to that, because that, that'll take us through the rest of the episode, was there anything else we were going to go over? Because my memory sucks. Uh, no, I mean, we are doing our little run-through of uh, Star Wars music, but there is a far, <laughs> there's a far, su- <laughs> far superior music podcast that just happens to be covering uh, Empire Strikes Back. The right. Episode, you know, so we're going to hold off on that. <laughs> you know, uh, we're going to hold off on the episode of Empire Strikes Back a week or two. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because look, next week we have our pre-celebration episode. The week after right. that is going to be our post-celebration episode. Correct. And then we'll hit Empire. Right. And also, and also, speaking of which, it, seriously, if anyone is not listening to the soundtrack show from David Collins, David Collins is a huge Star Wars fan, uh, has a wealth of knowledge about uh, about music, about audio engineering. Uh, it's a great show to listen to, and and I I can't recommend it enough. So if I do ever... know I do know that uh, some of our listeners of our show have not ever listened to it and I suggested it to them. So if anyone else is out there and hasn't listened to it, the soundtrack show, David Collins, give it a listen. And if you've ever watched the red carpet premieres for the star Wars movies recently, he's usually there. And I think at the, uh, the last one, at least he was doing like the fan interact or social media interaction thing or something. 
So, oh yeah, yeah. And, and he does. Uh, I think he's one of the guys who is actually the host on like some of the stages for celebration. Yeah, yeah. He, I think it's like the uh, twin sun stage or something like that. He's going to have some things there too. So yeah. Well, there you go. Anyway, spoiler so, time. Yeah, <laughs> spoil me, Tim. I don't know anything. I, I mean, you know some things, right? Mm, not really. So, 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 like Tim said, we're going to be talking about uh, some leaks that happened uh, from Star Wars, and these aren't really much in the way of leaks. I mean, basically, this is stuff that you're going to see on Force Friday. When when Force Friday comes right. down, this is the stuff that's going to be in your face all the time. It's really just early marketing that we got to peek at. We'll do but, that at, at first. After that, there are some potential right. story things, but those are on the shakier ground. That's more hypothetical discussion. Yeah, and Tim Tim's read more than me uh, about it clearly because Tim's like all in that Reddit community and, uh, <laughs> and, and listening to. Every single uh, making Star Wars or now this is podcasting uh, episode. So no, what I will here. say is I randomly came across somebody. I, I did venture into the, the the Reddit realm and I came across somebody whose username was Outlaw Noah. Did you really? I oh, did. is that? Oh, I uh, you said you sent me something. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah, there. I, man, I, we got to send out the link for. Um, <laughs> Under podcast two eight seven, but it's basically a picture of Noah, and he's asking everybody to roast him. What? Why do I feel like right now he's not listening to this anyway? But if he does, yeah. like he might. It, well, actually, never mind. Uh, but if he does listen to this, what are the odds? He's just like shaking his head, like I did not want them to know about that. <laughs> I need you to send me the link again later, Tim, so I can put it out under podcast two eight seven. <laughs> yeah. And right. it, oh man, the the rows were pretty good. Some of the things that people said about him were. Uh, were pretty brutal. He he liked some of them too. Yeah, I would never, I would never ever ask people to do that. It would, it would stick to one <laughs> subject, talking about my weight, but it's like or my age, maybe. Hmm. See, so yeah, not my charming, you know, my fantastic good looks or anything like that. Well, I was gonna say, like, like the whole thing for me is how I needed like oil replaced, or they need to, you know, re- replace my my uh, CPU core or something like that. So. Do you, are we going to see pictures of you this time, Tim? Because you know it's going to be on the internet. I, hey, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> you, know, you know damn well that any people or anyone that gets a picture of you, especially Noah, Noah's going to blast it out there. All I know is that I am at this point, it can change, but at this point in time, I am planning on doing a live stream of me following Noah with him having no idea who I am. Oh yes, I, I am planning it. on that. Do you do you have early male pattern baldness? No. You have a lot of hair. No, I, no, I do have a lot of hair. Oh wow! I don't know why I thought that you might have early, uh, early onset of uh, like, like a receding hairline or something. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. Tim, I, I can't wait to see like lots of pictures of you. <laughs> I need to put some away for the bank. I mean, you know, if nothing else, I figure we'll at least get you one of Noah and me. At least. Yes. For my personal my personal and private yeah. collection. Yeah, of course. Yes. Yes. <laughs> anyway, uh, so Star Wars stuff, right. <laughs> um, we 
have got a, a look at, and if you go to somewhere like makingstarwars.net, you can see this kind of thing. There is a poster. It is not, of course, the actual episode nine poster, but it, it's like a, a promo type of poster. I'm trying to see how many times I can say the word poster. Um, of episode nine <laughs> and we it's just basically a, a cool look at some of the characters some what they're going to be wearing what they're going to look like and some new characters as well um right up front and center we see kylo with his mask on and you do have the uh like the red adhesive that jason has talked about before kind of kind of piecing the mask back together i like it i do too because it's not distracting and it, it still it just looks like kylo but there it's I mean, it's easy to see, but it feels kind of more subtle than it could. Real quick, what, what's what's your what's your better film, uh, TFA or TLJ? First Awakens. Yeah, me too. But it's funny though, because because we're looking at at this to where to where Kylo in mask is very prominent on this. What would you call it, Tim? It's a Prom- promo po- poster. Well, let's just go with. Poster, poster. <laughs> on this po on this poster, there is no Adam Driver. It's straight Kylo Ren. Yeah. And so, just looking at that, you know that yeah. clearly J.J. Abrams loves that mask. Yeah. Well, That's he should. My- you know how hard it is to design a bad guy Star Wars mask well, after I, Vader. I, I think it's great. I'm I'm excited. Yeah. I, I hope there's a ton of mask in it. Yeah. So, no, I, I appreciated the getting the 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 real Adam driver facial element, like his expressions and, and his acting he can, he conveys through his face. I liked getting that in the movie, but I'm very happy to be back to the mask. Yes. I mean, I don't know. He could only have it on for half the movie. I don't know, but I'm still well, happy that it's there. Than, uh, Last Jedi. Right. Where it was like, he busted qu- that mask early on. Yeah. It's like a quarter of a scene and yes. then it's done. So, because not only not only do I like the mask, I like the the sound. I like Kylo Ren's voice through yeah. the mask. Oh uh, yeah, definitely. And and you know I I like it. What do you want me to say? So I mean that that's just the first and foremost thing. Right above him, we see Ray, of course. Oh, let's talk about Ray, can we? There, yeah, there are a couple. Of potentially interesting things about it. So so what do you have first? Well, how how far after uh, Last Jedi are we expecting this temp to be? Temp? All I've heard is that it'd be about a year after. A year? Okay. Does the girl have any other clothes? Miley! These... My dog is angry. Does the girl have any other clothes? Because it all this... seems like she wears the same variation of the same damn things. Yeah, but it's a different color. So what? <laughs> Not every place I, is Jakku. I I get you. I do. And, and like I was Put thinking about that. Put well, on I, some different pants. Don't stop. Stop with these with these sand capris or whatever it is that you're wearing. You don't always have to show your arms. Put on a jacket every once in a while, or, or I don't know. It's, it, I I think for me, it, it's nice to see Finn in a different outfit. It's nice to see Poe in a different outfit. And I don't know if they intended this for the original trilogy, but there was a decent amount of outfits that that Princess Leia wore. Hell, there's mm-hmm. even a, 
fairly decent amount of outfits within a realm that that Han Solo wore. You know, you, you've got you know episode. You've got okay. Here's what you've got. I'm gonna go through all the. I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling myself right now, Tim. You're gonna go through. A New Hope's got uh, Smuggler hand. It's yeah. got Stormtrooper hand. It's got hand with the metal. Right? Yeah. Empire Strikes Back has Snow hand. I like Snow hand. That's a good name. <laughs> Snow hand, right? <laughs> yeah. It's got Hand with the long sleeves. Right? Yeah. It's got hand with no jacket. No vest. Yeah. I mean. Yes. Yes. You know, and like with Endor, I, I get it. But at the same, I mean, it's hard. So far, I, I do, I do so see what you're coming with, from. With with Daisy Ridley. And, and Hand's got the least amount of costume changes, I think, than anybody else. That's my opinion. Well, and, I, I was going to say. Of the three main characters from the original trilogy, Han has the least amount of costume changes. And Luke has more. Well, Luke I was going to say, she is basically this trilogy's Luke, right? So he has an entirely different look in each of the original trilogy movies. Well, and... he's got three different outfits. He has... Okay, so, so A New Hope, he's got Farm Boy, deleted right. scene Farm Boy with hat, and Poncho. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking of my action figures too. He's <laughs> he's got a stormtrooper outfit. He's right. got X-wing pilot. He has a ceremonial garb. Right. In uh, Empire Strikes Back, he's got Hoth. He's got Empire Strikes Back. A snowspeeder pilot. Right. Right. He's right. got Bestman outfit. He's got well, technically they never made one, but he's got a, a he's got what is it, a hospital gown look. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why they never made a hospital gown Luke figure. He's There's in a hospital. Time. He's in a hospital gown twice in Empire Strikes Back, right? Yeah. Oh, even oh. make did they make back to tank Luke? I was just gonna say that. I think they did. Yeah, he's got diaper Luke. In Jedi, they've got <laughs> they've got him in a him in a robe. Him with the black. Him with the black and and a and a. Endor Poncho, him, you know, and they've they've got him with no arm. They've got everything. So yeah. so Ray is what? Is this so, three outfits? Well, but here's another thing that that's kind of interesting about it too. Because this one, for if you haven't seen it, this is basically imagine what she looked like in The Force Awakens. Make it lighter. Right. You got it. So, but but here's the thing. I I really like the look. I think it's cool. I, I like it being lighter. But at the same time, I, I do kind of wish there had been more development because if you, not to compare it to Luke because it's Luke, but just because she's this trilogy's version of Luke, right? So his the main outfit. He had all these different outfits, but there's a main one for each movie. I think right. So like you have the um the Tatooine base look for A New Hope. Yep. The Bespin. One for Empire, and then, of course, like the black uh, yep. Jedi outfit for Jedi, right? To me, what's cool about that is that his outfits mirror where he is in his progression with being a Jedi and where his character's at as it goes on. It goes from, Ooh, like... Oh, that's good. And, like, and it makes really... It makes a lot of sense. So I, I would like to see something with her, and it like kind of does. Black? 
Yeah, and like increasing power almost, and and more refined as it goes. But hers is a lighter shade of what it was in The Force Awakens, but it's a very subtle difference, and it doesn't help distinguish the time that's between these movies. Well, and here's the other thing, and I hate to say this, but it honestly affects the toys. Yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not a collector of the toys anymore. I haven't. Uh, I haven't been like an obsessive collector since Phantom Menace. I think I got maybe two or three. I think that's where I stopped. I have mm-hmm. maybe two or three from Attack the Clones. Uh, I've bought you know a figure here or there randomly. Yeah, uh, but but maybe since Attack the Clones, I might have purchased ten figures total, which. It's crazy considering I had everyone before that. Yeah. But just looking at, you know, you can't get kids interested. I think that was one of the biggest drawbacks for 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 Last Jedi. Finn had the same outfit. It's the same fit. Why are you gonna buy, you know, Finn? You already have Finn. Why are you gonna buy Finn in the uh, in Last Jedi? He's wearing the same thing. Yeah. And, and unfortunately, the toys get kids into the movie, you know, being able to play that way. For me, mm-hmm. that was like, ooh, this, I don't have this one. And and this is what he wore in this, you know, movie. And, and oh, it's Leia in her Bespin gown. That's cool. I have Leia in, in the Hoth gear, but I don't have this one. And this is Leia as the bounty hunter. Or this is, you know, Han was Han, but he didn't have that many different, different <laughs> figures. But you get what I'm saying? Yeah. They're, they're just... There isn't that with this one, and I don't, maybe that's fine for people. Maybe people are like, well, the, they shouldn't tie it to a toy line anyway, but that's always been Star Wars. Star Wars has always been about that. So it's a, it's a little odd that they're sort of uh, uh, kneecapping themselves as far as the ability to sell different things. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it does, because that's a, like, wasn't that a part of Mark Hamill's contract or something even early on about like the, the toy revenue? was part of his salary or something. Oh, I think so. Yeah. So like from the beginning, it's been a huge part of all this, but I, so regarding Ray, uh, <laughs> again, purely on how it looks, I, I do like the lighter look, but there's one other thing about it that, that could go either way and, and how it goes might also affect my opinion. So what I miss, what I miss. Well, if you look, when she's holding the lightsaber, the hilts, if you look at it, there is like a, a leather wrapping or something around the middle. So it almost looks like she repaired the Skywalker lightsaber. Oh damn. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So, and kind of in line with that too, if you look at the blade, it's possible that this is just like an artistic thing for the poster it's kind of hard to tell the way it looks either it could just be blue like normal or perhaps as a result of it snapping in half and being repaired it kind of looks like a white blade in the poster and the reason i bring that up is because if you have her lighter costume with a a white or or like silver lightsaber i think that looks awesome and i am all in on that if that's the combined look but if it's just back to the normal blue lightsaber I, i do repeat like i feel like you need to advance her look a little bit more than a recolor slightly is that it's almost like a retone do you think that uh ryan johnson should have destroyed the skywalker lightsaber well i mean if she repaired it does it matter no because it, it no matter what the hilt is not the same 
Yeah, but I mean, well, here's another thing that kind of confuses me about it, though. I was fully expecting her to make her own because that's so traditionally been a huge step for a Jedi. And even if she doesn't fall under the Jedi order, whatever, it's the same kind of thing, right? So her making her own lightsaber has been a huge part for every character going from the Clone Wars to Luke himself for Return of the Jedi when it's green. And that was a deleted scene uh, before then. And the early part of Jedi was him in a cave finishing construction on his green lightsaber. So that was a big thing. And so, I mean, if she repairs it, that's cool. And again, if it's white or silver, I, I love that. But it'd be what a little if, bit. It would be cooler if she made her own that also happened to be white or silver. What if, off camera, she's like, "Hey, uh, Luke says, hey, I'm dead, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my lightsaber, the green one, you can find it over here. So go look for it. And what if that's just the poster, but in the movie she's sporting the green lightsaber from Jedi." Honestly, I'd have mixed feelings about that because, Why? well, because I, I've said this before, you know, Luke is my favorite. Jedi is my favorite. Return of the Jedi Luke is my favorite. So his whole look with the black and the green lightsaber is amazing to me. It's one of the best looks in movie history. I wanted, I really, really wanted to see Luke with a green lightsaber. And I'm not talking about the flashbacks. I mean, current Luke pull out his green lightsaber and just go crazy beating everybody in his vicinity. I, that's a little uh, unrealistic, and I get that, especially now. But even for The Last Jedi, I knew it wasn't going to happen, but I still wanted it. So if we get his green lightsaber just by her using it, and I would be much happier if she flies around Red 5 than if she just happens to use his green lightsaber when we never saw him really using it again. I don't know what to say to that. I mean, again, I would prefer her to have her own unique type. I mean, I say unique, like Ahsoka has one like that, but you know what I'm saying. For the movies, her own unique style, her own, I, like Luke, when he had the green one, that was big, right? She can have her own moment with her own new blade, and, and that would be awesome too, on its own. She doesn't have to follow Luke's steps in that way. Let him have his thing. Ha- let her have her own, and and it'll be awesome well, in then its own it way. Would, it would be better then that she doesn't try and repair the broken lightsaber. Well, well, yeah, and that's what I was saying before. Like, I, I'd rather she just make her own and happen to have it be like a white or silver or something. Yeah, be interesting. But anyway, but like I said, you can see that little like bandage in the middle indicating that she kind of repaired it, and maybe as a byproduct, it might be a different color. We'll see. But anyway, so that's Ray above Kylo there. Mm-hmm. I guess next we'll go to the right, which is Chewy. And, and there are two things interesting about this. Uh, One, it, it doesn't look like a new picture. I think it's just like a standard promo picture of Chewy that's put in there. Look, um, you can't get too different with Chewbacca. Well, yeah. I, th- but, I think but, the most different we've got recently with him has been Mud Chewbacca and Goggles Chewbacca. That has been like the most... Um, <laughs> from Solo, that's been like the... Variations. variations on Chewbacca. And again, I almost think in terms of toys, but you know, that's it. That's it. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, we already had Snow Chewbacca, so that's not that different. Yep. Snow, Snowbacca. <laughs> uh, but like I said, there's not really much to go over there. It's it, You know what it looks like. Um, next to that, we have a new character whose name escapes me. I have it on this device right next to me. Like, it's Naomi Aki, I believe, but I'm trying to remember the character name. Um, 
Yeah, they didn't give a last name, did they? The Jana. Jana Solo. Jana. <laughs> no. Uh, well, no, because Finn doesn't have a last name, right? Nope. The reason I say that is because that's one of the things we're gonna get to later. That somebody said Spoiler. some sort of, some sort of leak said that she would be Finn's sister, and I don't want to necessarily play into that because who knows where that's coming from. You mean you mean not all black people are, are related? Is like you, you remember how Finn had to be Lando's son, right? Right. Before Awakens was coming out, and we're like, really? Like, no. <laughs> so I don't well, know if, if it's that all over again, or if and it that's is legitimate. the other thing. That's the other thing that I saw is that they're saying somebody said Jana is really Jana um, Calrissian, and it was Lando's daughter. And it's like, all right, well, I guess that one makes sense. But again, you fall in the same trap of look. Listen, yeah. guys, come on. Not every black person is related to each other. <laughs> right. They can be. She very well could be Lando's daughter, or she very well could be Finn's sister. Or but, both. <laughs> but, I mean, she could. It's Yeah, I, I mean, but we don't. We know nothing. She could just be like, right. Rose Tico for this movie and just kind of have an aside Wait, not Rose related Tico to anything. Which? Rose Tico for which movie? For episode nine. Is, is she even in this movie? Well, who knows? You're right. I mean, she's not even in the poster. Good God. But, well, R2-D2 but neither... is not even in the movie either. Oh, and we know Leia's in it, and she's not in the poster or any of the promo stuff. And uh, Mark Hamill's in it. He's not in anything. He might have a minor role, but still, he's not in anything yet. So Lando isn't even in the poster. That is a travesty. Because <laughs> Because Lando in the in the character uh, pictures that they released, yeah, or, and that was pretty good. It, well, it's basically like uh, Donald Glover grew up. He is, and Lando's got a cane, and it's like, yeah, damn. I mean, because in real life, it feels like Billy D. Williams needs a cane because he moves a little slow. Uh, but if anybody in the Star Wars universe should have a cane, it's Lando. Yeah, for sure. It's Lando, and, and Lando makes me want to get a cane. My back's been bugging me for two weeks, and it's tough. I mean, so, you know, uh, the Emperor and Yoda too. But other than that, yeah, ah, yeah, whatever. Let's let's not uh, what uh, draw straw. No mince words, <laughs> maybe. N- moving now, on, why, though. Why are you gonna do that to me, Tim? Hey, I, I'm not doing it to you. I'm doing it for our listeners. It's like, uh, what is it, uh, for our listeners who watch Game of Thrones, if they do, it's, uh, was it Maester Pycelle or whatever? He acts like he's got back issues and he walks really slow when no one's, when everyone's watching, but when no one's around, he's like, oh yeah, I feel great. <laughs> that to, to me sometimes feels like uh, the Emperor and Yoda. They're just, let me put on a show that I'm old and feeble, but. You're not looking. I'm gonna lightsaber the crap out of you. Next to this, we have BB-8. You know what he looks like, and uh, the megaphone droid, the new one. If you saw the previous uh, uh, image leaks, it just like that. That's where this is a crime. No R2, but we have the megaphone. Well, not even the megaphone droid. I, I mean, I would much rather see like I would much rather see R2 and and BB-8 sort of. You know, have a, a older brother slash younger brother rivalry. Uh huh. You know, R two at this point, he's getting older. He's like, "Come on, kid, just you know, I slept for a while. Now I'm awake. I got some work to do. Can you not be such a rolling around in my face a hole?" 
and BB-8 <laughs> is the rolling around in your face, and that would be great. Yeah. You know, R2 could bust out his gadgets and try and burn him, and BB-8 could, like, do his little, you know, cables that he shoots out of his arms. It would be fun watching those two, you know, sort of bicker and fight. But no, we've got Megaphone Droid, whoever the hell that is. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious to hear what kind of sounds he makes, too. Really? That's that's what you're thinking about, Tim? Yeah. Yeah? Well, you've got issues. Like, no, like, is it super loud? I mean, he's Who a cares? megaphone. He's a megaphone. Who cares? I mean, is that what he... Phone droid? Or does he just look like, like a megaphone? I don't know. <laughs> Do people pick him up when, like, when they want to talk and speak through him? <laughs> Maybe. We won't know yet. I don't know, but right now, to me, uh, they're going to have to do a lot to make me not feel he's a pointless character. Look, you know, JJ is kind of like the robot guy. You know, bad robot, of course, is his company. He made the design for that. And that's going to be in uh, episode nine, by the way, apparently, a little, little bad robot somewhere. Is it really? Um, yeah. Oh, horrible. JJ, it, it, it's, it's, it's like an Easter egg in the background. Oh, I don't even Easter know if you'll be able egg. to it's notice. It's Easter. It's Christmas. Come on. <laughs> Um, but th- there is a scene, and we can get to this a little bit more later, but there's a scene that apparently has a ton of Easter eggs in it, and I think that's one of them. Um, but and then he designed BB-8, uh, and then just made it happen, and then now it looks like, I don't know if he designed this one or not, but if he did, this is just the next JJ robot. So far, they've turned out pretty well. I'm not a fan, Tim. <laughs> next to them, we got the, a new character, and this is going to be Carrie Russell's character. The name, I believe, is Zori. I think that's off the top of my head. Is she a bounty hunter of some kind? It appears as though something to that nature, whether it's an actual bounty hunter or just, uh, you know, independent operator of some sort. So, um, so do you, do you deem poster placement as important for the film? Uh, sometimes like, like, okay. So here's, here's an example. Um, Carrie Russell is on the poster, right? Right. Does she have more lines than, Richard E. Grant, who's not on the poster, but who who is uh, Orlando, right? Or Rose Tico, or R two, or is it just we can't put everybody on a damn poster? I mean, we have to remember too. This is just a promo. There could be twenty five promo posters. There, there are, but they still are variations on the same theme. Yeah, but but again, what I'm saying is we could have another poster that is just all about Lando and Richard E. Grant and all that, and she's not on it anywhere. Mm. I'll find out on Force Friday because uh, typically what happens is on the Tops Star Wars Card Trader app, hint, hint, Tops, go ahead and give us some money for God's sake. <laughs> um, they usually <laughs> release like 10 or 15 promo posters as something you can collect that day. That I'll definitely see this one on there. I know it. It happens every year. Happen for Solo, happen for Last Jedi, happen for Force Awakens. Happen for Rogue One. It'll happen for this one. But I don't know. I mean, they had Snoke and his guards as one for Last Jedi. Yeah. Um, they had sort they of. They had a no more... speaking roles. Yeah. I mean, they had a they had a <laughs> Octo or Achto looking one that was kind of Luke and her. Um, I think that's about it, though. Really. They had ones. They they had ones with variations on everybody like this, but. I, st- I still, I, there's a lot of characters in this. Yeah. Well, and I'll say real quick about the Carrie Russell design too. It's, it's cool looking. If you've paid attention to anything, this just confirms what they've said about her, that she has like a purple, almost magenta color with like bronze accents to it. 
That's very true. She's got a mask on. And, and the whole look overall kind of reminds me of a combination of something from the the prequel era combined with JJ's Star Trek design, which makes sense because this is, um, uh, I'm drawing a blank. What's the name of the costume designer? Uh, mm. uh, is it Michael Catman or something like that? I don't know. That's on you. Google it. You're fast. <laughs> You're fast fingers. I'm just going to look up Michael Catman and see if that's, or, oh, Kaplan. It might be that. I, Im- I imagine he probably uses the same people. But Michael Kaplan. That's it. So, uh, I mean, I know he did Force Awakens and the uh, Star Trek movies. And yes, he's also doing episode nine. So it makes sense that, you know, it would look like something like that. But I think it's really cool looking. Next to her, we have Poe. And he's in the same pose that he's in on the character photos that we got in the other leak at the same time. But Poe has what? A blaster and a scarf. A scarf, Poe. <laughs> this, this is your Poe scarf. What the hell? <laughs> oh, man. All right, next. <laughs> next, oh, we're talking about what's next to him. What's next to him? Next to him, we have C-3PO. Yes. Wait, but there's something different about him. Or, or he's on the, now we're on the other side of the... Of the... Well, yeah, we're, we're kind of crisscrossing down. All right, go ahead. What's next uh, to him? Is, yeah, C-3PO. And there are some differences to the last time that we saw him. First uh, off. He doesn't have a red arm. Well, no, but he didn't the last time we saw him either, though. That's true. That's true. But this time he's wearing Chewie's bandolier, first off. Secondly, he's got Ray's staff over his shoulder. See, yeah. Why do you well, these spoilers? Here's, here's well, the most important thing. He's holding Chewie's bowcaster. Okay, so. but if he fires that thing, it's going to knock him across the damn room. Oh, for sure. And that was going to be hilarious. Because, <laughs> um, you know, they could do it where it's almost reminiscent of the Attack of the Clones thing that he went through. Honestly, I don't expect it to be like that, though. I feel like they just, Chewie and Ray were there and needed to dump their stuff on him for some reason. And they're just like, here, threw it all on do him. You, and do you know off. why they threw it on him? Why? I don't know. I'm asking you. Is there oh, some no. spoiler that you know? Oh. Because I don't know anything. <laughs> no. you, know more, you know more spoilers than me, Tim. I, I'm just saying it's kind of cool seeing C-3PO here holding, like, trying to be Chewy-PO. He's like Rambo. Chew-3PO. <laughs> yeah. Chew-3PO, that's pretty good. I know, right? Next to him, we have Finn. Hey, is there is there a slash, slash fic like that? Do you, do you think anyone has written a, a romantic relationship between Chewie and uh, and uh, C-3PO? I might be about to regret this, but we're going to find out. Are you going to Google it? Yeah, I am. Okay. And then and then Google Chewie and an Ugnaught. <laughs> I'm too smart to do that. I'm not going that far. <laughs> I don't know. I honestly don't know. Uh, why didn't Chewbacca tell Luke he knew Yoda? Because why would you? Luke never brings up Chewbacca. I mean, uh, Luke never brings up Yoda to Chewie. Yeah, <laughs> Chewie's like, hey, by the way, this random person I used to know who's probably dead now. Yeah, it's not a topic of conversation. And if it was, it happened off screen. Yeah, I'm not finding anything for a Chewie 3PO Damn. thing. All right, go ahead. Let me, let me look. All right, anyway, next time we have Finn. 
and uh it's cool he looks kind of similar but his hair is updated and more uh it kind of gives him a more mature look i think and uh, he's kind of got the same type of you know brown shirt and vest kind of like we we've seen them before now next to him we have matt smith what you... <laughs> we do uh, i mean it's not impossible we don't we don't know who we have next to finn so it could be matt smith <laughs> do, do you know what i'm talking about like any picture what's next to finn yeah, so we're hold on. I'm trying to look up. I'm trying to type in a C3PO Chewbacca fiction or slash fiction or love. But um, yeah, it's a weird looking alien. Yeah. Why is a weird looking alien on this poster before someone like Lando is? That's not, I don't know. So that's what, like, it could either just be random because they thought he looked funny or they could just go for uh, Matt Smith. All right. <laughs> I have no idea. But we're going with it. Below that, we have the Knights of Ren. And this is kind of cool because there's been a, a decent section of Star Wars fans who've been wanting, like, like, give us more with this whole Knights of Ren thing. And it's kind of just gone by without much of anything on them. And then here in this poster, we have them having a prominent place on this poster right behind Kylo Ren. Some of the designs yeah. I actually recognize from the art of The Force Awakens, like the, the one, the very first one closest to us, he's got that like checkerboard face. I remember that look from the concept design. And they got like, you know, this big like meat cleaver and, and scythe almost type of thing. Like, hey, it's cool looking, you know, it, it's just just some designs, but I, I'm more you excited. Think any about... of them have uh, some type of lightsaber or are they just strictly well, old school I, weapons? I was thinking about that because, again, if we're going back to the concept art for The Force Awakens, some of the, didn't some of them have lightsabers like purple and red, I think? That's so. I'm pretty sure. So it, it's, here's the thing. I would be on board with it just because up until now, we've had lightsaber fights that were, uh, like in The Force Awakens, it was pretty good. It was very, it was not very um, uh, refined when Rey and Kylo were fighting. It was more like like power based, I guess. And then I was a big, big fan of the throne room scene in Last Jedi. I love that scene. Oh, it's very good. And it was it's because it's 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 a step in the right direction as far as where the lightsaber fights need to be, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. In addition to just how the story went, I love that part. But if we can get more than two lightsabers in a scene in Episode Nine, I'm all on board for that. Well, I, I personally, I, I almost think it would be cool if um, the lightsabers that the Knights of Ren, you know, if they have any, but I think it would be cool if they almost don't make any sense. Like, like they're not out there making their own lightsabers. They're just finding or scrounging or anything yeah. that they have is something that they've come across. So whether you've got, you know, obviously one of them shouldn't have a purple lightsaber because that's, you know, Mace Windows. Although it'd be interesting if one of them did. Yeah, but even something old like Kylo's or something that it's like this is this is maybe all sil- you know silver, almost like an Ahsoka type of lightsaber, you know a- anything to where it's like they're clearly they don't belong to that lightsaber. They just yeah. happen to have picked that up someplace in their journeys. I, I think that would be interesting because like because no matter what you know there were thousands of Jedi, so there's got to be lightsabers floating around somewhere. 
Yeah. And especially like you can do this in a, a visual dictionary type of thing too. Where like one of them found Revan's lightsaber and that's the one he uses. And one of them has a yellow one from the, the old Jedi temple. Stuff like that would be really cool. Yeah, it would be. Or th- this is half of Maul's lightsaber. Yeah. Yeah, why not? You know, I mean, yeah, that'd be awesome. Go for it. On the other side, we have some stormtroopers, and they're, uh, I feel like these are just a combination of promo art from both The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. Because the, not to get super detailed, but the stormtrooper in the foreground is The Last Jedi stormtrooper. The rest of them behind him look like they're Force Awakens stormtroopers. So it's probably just a combination to get them in the right pose. Such a nerd. I know, right? All right, go on. You're so proud. I am. I am. Tim, you know Arabesh. I'm very proud of you. Yeah. Uh, we have a new TIE fighter next to that. What's it's it called? A Dorito fighter. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> Why not? Uh, you never know. You never know if uh, if uh, Frito-Lay is uh, cross-promoting Star Wars or not. So it may very I, well be the, the TIE Dorito. I would be shocked if it's not a tri-fighter. Seriously. Probably. Who knows? at the very bottom though we have something that has had some leaks up until now and i know some people were questioning if they were legitimate or not but we have them here on this poster confirming their legitimacy we have a a bunch of red stormtroopers yeah what what are they supposed to be i believe this is from i think it's someone from galaxy's edge talked about this or something they're the 709th red fury if i remember correctly the what red fury Sorry, my dog's angry. 709th Red Fury, and what are they supposed to represent? I feel like, and this is kind of loosely based, but I feel like they're basically Kylo's 501st. Okay. But but part of what's cool about them is they do look different. Like, they've got some sort of pack uh, on their, like, their torso. So they're not made for, like, elite moves, it seems. I don't know. But they're masks. Like, let's talk about this, too. They're basically, take a normal Stormtrooper from this era, make it red, and you've got the concept. However, down the middle, like where, where the nose is, down the middle of the mask is also uh, a black ridge, just like for the mouth and the eyes. And the part that's most cool about this is, especially for the guy who's in the very front with the angle of his head, it looks a lot kind of like a clone. Yeah, I thought that. And it's just really neat, because... Part of the whole vibe for episode nine is supposed to be bringing all nine episodes together for a finale. And I don't expect there to be a ton of prequel stuff in there, but even something like this, just having something reminiscent of a clone. That's really cool. If they, if they want to bring all nine episodes together for a finale, they need to have Hayden Christensen as ghost Anakin. Absolutely. And I, no matter how good the movie is, there will be a part of me that's disappointed if it doesn't happen. Yes. I mean, I, I'm sure I'm, I, I am pretty convinced I'm going to love this movie, but I really, really want that to happen. And I really want him to talk to Kylo, you know, and, and that actually, you know, that's a great way to, to kind of, cause that's the end of that, the, the promo poster, but that can kind of lead into the, the last bit that we have, which is just some conversation or, or a potential, excuse me, potential storylines and plots and things that might happen. These are all based off of discussions that people are having or, some people are claiming to have leaks, and it just depends, because you know how the, the nature of the leak game is and take everything with a grain of salt. You know all that stuff. So one of the things that is probably going to happen in Episode 9 at the end is Tatooine. And 
I don't know who is going to be there, but it would be pretty sweet if, whether it's there or anywhere else, if we have Anakin in Ghost Form talking to Kylo. How that conversation would look, I have no idea. I trust that to JJ, but that would be awesome to see. I have a better idea. What's that? It would be much better if it was Ghost Luke, Ghost Obi-Wan, and Ghost Anakin like chilling on the large farm. Well, I was going to say, you can have them and Yoda talking to Rey. Also. And Yoda, Yoda doesn't belong there. But at least those three had a tie to Tatooine. No, Yoda does belong there, because what's the end of Return of the Jedi? He's not on Tatooine, though. He wasn't on Endor, either. I know. See, that's the thing that never makes sense, is that, is that people want to talk about how, how could Luke Force project you know, to uh, to crate or whatever. Mm-hmm. But good lord, Obi Wan's all over the place. <laughs> Obi Wan's well, like hey, I'm he's already Hoth. a part of the Force, though. I know, but I'm an Endor, and then Yoda's like, I'm in, I'm in, uh, I'm an Octo, and and these guys got the, they can go anywhere. And this is cool too because they showed with uh, Yoda on Octo that even a Force ghost can kind of cross the line with reality in a way. When he brought the fire to the tree or the lightning to the tree, so I'm really curious what kind of role, especially Mark Hamill, but any type of Force ghost is going to have with Episode Nine. You know, is it like we've seen before, where they're just just that, like a ghost who can barely talk to you, or does he have, especially with his Force projection abilities? And then Yoda using the lightning on the tree. Is he a little bit more physically there than we've seen before? So do you think there's potentially, potentially a battle of force ghosts versus real people? That's a little Return of the Kings, but I like it. Or Return of the King. <laughs> but the thing is, though, is, is it, in one of the original ideas for Return of the Jedi, if I remember correctly, uh, they bring Obi-Wan and Yoda back through the void so that they're able to participate in the final battle. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they went for something along those lines. Well, it makes sense because especially JJ for the force awakens and Lawrence Kasdan, they were kind of reaching back to some old material like Ren, for example, the, the whole Knights of Ren thing that kind of stems back from old George Lucas ideas uh, from the seventies. So I could see them pulling out stuff from the originals like that kind of concept. But instead of like taking them through the void again, this is a perfect setup. Luke's already shown while he was alive before he was a part of the force that he could do something like that. So now you make him a part of the force. What else can he do? I don't really know which way this movie's going to go, to be honest. JJ said the number one thing he wants everybody to feel when they leave the theater is satisfied. Me too. I feel like... Like, he's taking that seriously, and he's going to deliver. There was a report somewhere that this was the longest script of the new Star Wars movies. I don't know of uh, them all or not. I don't know, but it was a pretty hefty one. I feel like he's not going to take lightly the fact that he is wrapping up Star Wars as we know it for now, at least. You know? It's a big, tall order. And, and I think he's going to take it pretty seriously. I know he, he said when he was announced for Episode Nine how excited he was because he felt less restricted with what he could do with the story in comparison to how he felt with The Force Awakens. So there's a lot of potential. He can do a lot of awesome stuff, and I do think he'll pull out some pretty sweet things. And kind of relating to that is one of the rumored storylines for Episode Nine 
that heavily revolves around 3PO. And uh, it's kind of interesting. Matt, uh, Kevin Smith, I think, was on the set, and he said one of the, I, th- I think he said like one of the classic characters in Star Wars had a career moment on set, and it was like emotional. Some people thought he was talking about Billy D. Some people thought maybe Mark. Some people are thinking it might be uh, 3PO, Anthony Daniels. And he, basically, if you follow any of the spoilers, you know about this whole thing with the MacGuffin and all that conversation. No, I don't. You don't? Not really. <laughs> well, basically, uh, it's being said spoilers. that... Spoilers! Well, that's this whole part of the episode. <laughs> The, the, the concept that's being thrown around is that there's something that both the Resistance and the First Order are trying to get to, and they're racing against each other to get to this thing first. And what is that gonna, thing going to do? It, it, well, whatever it is, it's going to be a big deal, and it's going to kind of reveal the secret of the, the trilogy. Okay. Secret of the trilogy. Okay, go ahead. Go on. <laughs> Supposedly. So... One of the things, one of the potential, like I said, maybe leaks was something about a part of this. Because I think at first what they're looking for isn't the actual reveal. Because like they find something, but then it turns out the real reveal is something else. And you know how that works. But at some point, there's a story that they're going after 3PO's memories. Like the ones that were white at the end of Revenge of the Sith. And because they could still be a part of some, you know, rebel thing or something like that. And as a part of that, they, like, 3PO remembers, and they get to Anakin and what that was like and his days before, you know, on Tatooine, young Anakin, Jake Lloyd, all that stuff. So that would be a a really cool way to bring in all three trilogies into one. And I love the idea of having C-3PO have a moment of remembering Anakin and na- and realizing everything about Vader and having him realize the entire Anakin storyline in a moment. And that works because Star Wars was always about originally the droids. Like it, they were the narrators for us in this intergalactic war, right? So if we get to the last episode and one of those droids recaps the journey of the main character of the entire franchise, that's a pretty cool thing to do and it works and it's kind of emotional. Like that's awesome. I don't even know where this story's going. <laughs> well, cause I like what you're saying, but the other part of me is like, is this, somebody's making this up. Yeah, I, I know. And like, I, I keep that in mind. It could go either way. Like this could be something, some person made it up and, and it's just a cool idea. Or I could see JJ doing this and having it rock the way that he does it. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll, I mean, we'll know three weeks from now, really, because we're getting a trailer. There is no if, ands, or well, buts next about week. it. Celebrations next week. Uh, wait, it's the fourteenth, right? It starts the eleventh, which is 11th. Thursday of next week. Okay, but still two weeks. A week and a half. <laughs> what? Whatever. As far as our podcast listeners are concerned. Two weeks from now, we'll be able to discuss it. Okay, yeah, gotcha. But my point is, is that you'll know if certain things start lining up with the rumors that you've heard. It's like, okay, well, then maybe those rumors are true. Right. Like, there, there were rumors about the stormtroopers with the kind of the, the black 
visor going down the middle of their face before we got this poster that confirmed it. Oh man, give me a either. I'm. I, it's really going to be over. It really is. Yeah. And you know how it works. The trailer's still not going to give us anything, but we're all going to love it. We're, but we're. But here's the thing. Here, here's almost like I would bet money on this. We're getting an episode nine trailer. We're getting a Mandalorian trailer. We're mm-hmm. getting a new Clone Wars trailer. Right. We may or may not get some concrete info on the Game of Thrones guys trilogy or series right. of movies or Ryan Johnson's series of movies. We'll get some concrete info on um, Cassian. We may get an announcement for a new show after that. Kenobi. <sighs> I hope. Probably. Like, yeah, I'm going to be busy that week. That, that weekend's already um, uh, Game of Thrones premiere. I don't have time for all this. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be visiting my grandma in San Diego. I, 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 you know what she's going to do? My 90-something-year-old grandma, if, if I'm trying to scroll Twitter uh, t- to see what people are saying about Star Wars, she's going to disown that's, me. That's why I, I just I call you and you say, oh, I got to take this. It's important. And then I just talk to you and then you're done. You're caught up. That's probably acceptable. I could probably manage that. <laughs> so, if, I, if I say Graham Grahams, um, it's about Star Wars. She's going to be like, what? <laughs> That's why you just say it's about my job and, and we'll count your podcast as your job. Yeah, you might. I'm going to be with my wife. She's going to be like, get off the phone. <laughs> well, so so those are just, I guess, some of the, the early things that we're looking at for this uh, episode nine. I mean, there are other things too. Oh, I mentioned the marketplace earlier. There's supposedly a scene in episode nine, which I am liking the idea of calling it epics. And so we get a, a, a title announced um, where there's some sort of market. And I think there's supposed to be snow at the same time. It's not a snow planet, but there's snow going on or something like that. And uh, there are a ton of Easter eggs in this scene, ranging from the bad robot robot to some prequel era droids stuck in there. Um, Apparently, John Williams' scores are in there somewhere. So, some cool things, that, that just some fanboy moments to, to kind of look for. You probably aren't even going to see them all in the theater, but when you get to watch it and pause and take a look at all the things, you'll see some cool stuff. Now, and I know Mark is psyched about the bad robot robot. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really psyched about the bad robot robot. Does that bad robot robot have a name? I don't know. Probably. Yeah. <sighs> so, again, those are just some kind of early concepts of, of what we're going to be potentially looking at. At this point, we don't have any... I don't think anyone's even pretending to have seen what the the Episode Nine trailer is going to be like. No, no one, no one's pretending anything at this point. Well, because we I'm like... Cause at this point, for all the other movies, everybody's like, oh, yeah, I saw the trailer, and it's this stuff, which was complete crap. And, you know, you know the sources you can trust on, on what the trailers are like. And, but by now, no one's even come up with anything fake for what the trailer's going to no. be. Like. I mean, I haven't checked with Mike Zero on purpose. But um, nobody's saying <laughs> that. And maybe that's partly because they would also have to say what the title of the, tra- uh, the movie is. Because that would be Yeah, the they, end. Would, they would know it. Yeah. 
Which that's that is something. Some people have said that the title's gonna be Will of the Force. Um I I'm feel kinda, that... I'm kinda shocked that they haven't used the title for its own um how do you say it? So obviously there's news cycles. Right. So so if you announce the title that is so many hits, so many so much so much hours or, or attention in a news cycle. Then when the trailer drops that's another thing. I'm surprised that it seems like we're going to get the title with the trailer. Well, that's what Avengers Endgame did. Yeah, but, you know, it was still... All right, Tim, whatever. I don't have any, <laughs> I don't have any response to your, to your logical uh, uh, circuits. Well, I just... Uh, that's what <laughs> Avengers Endgame did. <laughs> Whatever. Let me pour another glass of whatever the hell I'm drinking. Sailor, <laughs> Sailor Jerry, five dollars on clearance. You know. All right. I, part of me thinks that you're happy Jared's not here anymore. What? How much Star Wars do we talk about with, without <laughs> our good friend Jared? It's all Star Wars. It's been what two episodes? Three, well, maybe? maybe two or three. Three, three. It's been three. M- miss you, Jared. Uh. Because Tim's keeping me on task. <laughs> I don't have any time to talk uh, Avengers. Or... Well, at the same time, I mean, this is a, a good time to be talking about Star Wars. I mean, two weeks ago, or the two episodes ago, uh, we had, I forget what it was, we had something to talk about. And then last time we had Sal on, and we were talking about Resistance. This time, we've got some spoiler stuff. Next time, we got Celebration. After that, we got <sighs> trailers. I mean, there's a lot of Star Wars to be going over. It's all Star Wars all the time. Is, it's is almost like that's what we're, supp- we're supposed to. Is this what we're supposed to be? Yeah. Oh damn! This, this is what it feels like. Yeah. All right. Whatever, Tim. <laughs> if you want, no, you know what? We'll cut off the Star Wars conversation. Tell me wh- who's gonna die in Avengers Endgame. Captain America. I know. I know. I, I feel like. Oh, you want coming. somebody else? Well, I, I'm torn because on the one hand, it makes sense because. If he makes it past this, he's not just going to sit down and not do anything again in the future. So, you know who's going to die super early? No. Thanos. Thanos? Yeah, I know. Did you hear me say that? I said it as soon as you said that because it hit me. Thanos. Here's the thing. Uh, Thanos. Is that... Thanos. That, that's, what my, that's what my friend, my Hispanic friend called Thanos. Thanos. <laughs> I, I do feel like that, like he could be a first or second act. Uh, oh, I, I could see I, that happening. I think, I think, swear to God, that uh, that Captain Marvel comes. They're like, "Yes, let's go beat him." They go and they kick his a, they kick his ass, and he's knocked out. He may even be dead because he's not fighting anymore. He's already done what he wanted to do. Okay, he so won. so I I uh, uh, this is also take with a grain of salt, but I have heard some potential things about it. Endgame. I don't know if they're true or not. But one of them said that, kind of like you said, they do show up. Not the whole team, but I think it was like Tony, Marvel, and Thor, and a couple others or something like that, show up. And they, like you said, they defeat Thanos. Um, But in the process of it, like he knows what their plan is or something. So he destroys the Infinity Stones before they defeat him so that they can't have them. And that's a part of where Tony makes his own Stark gauntlet and 
they use the quantum realm to go back in time and mess with the like relocate the stones or something like that so that they can uh, like get them later. I forget. It was kind of confusing going through it, but it kind of made that sense is, at the that same is time. Confusing. But it made sense at the same time. And there is it looks like they do go back in time in some way because there were some set photos of Thor with his long blonde hair, Captain America in his original suit from back in the day. So it looks like they do have something that's back in time. And I also saw that something about Captain America, like you said, where he doesn't make it. Um, and I think, because uh, this might have been a different leak because it contradicts the other one, so who knows. But something about how he was fighting Thanos and uh, in the process, he picks up Thor's hammer, which I forget what it's called, but because he gets it back. And, yeah, yeah, he picks that up because he can because he's awesome and uses that to hold off Thanos. He doesn't beat him, but he holds him off long enough for everybody else to escape or whatever happens, and then he dies in the process. So, I don't know if that happens or not. I have mixed feelings on it, but I'm going to have mixed feelings if they kill him off no matter what happens. I think they are going to kill him off, though. I mean, obviously he has to, or or he's going to be trapped in time or something. Yeah, I mean, because that's what I said before. Like, he's not just going to sit there and just watch everything go by and not do anything. He's going to be involved in the world see, if he but makes see, it. Everything that you're saying is interesting, but for me, the most logical, easy, you know, story point is is that they find out where Thanos is, because that whole situation with with uh, 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 and thank you for entertaining me on this. Uh, <laughs> the, the whole situation where Captain Marvel comes, it's still early on in the film, uh, right? Uh, uh, Black Widow still has the blonde hair, you know, so so they go right off the bat. May, Tony Stark might not even be there yet. He may still be lost in space or whatever. And they go off and they defeat Thanos. But they realize that after they defeated him, what did they want? Yeah. And so time goes by. Tony Stark comes back, but time goes by. So right. when you see when you see the the Statue of Liberty change with all these boats docked around it, and you see Captain America sitting in this uh, 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 sort of um, what is it uh, therapy session to where he's just having a hard time dealing with it. They've beaten Thanos. There's nothing else to do, right, but they right. don't want to give up yet. And so it's not until uh, Ant Man comes back where right. they're like where they're like opportunity right what was this recent is this recent you know from the trailer that they know oh we can go back in time and change everything right but the problem is this may be five years along you know obviously you've seen the pictures of have you seen the stuff that's already come out about hulk mm, oh uh his armor or something like that he's got he's got sideburn i mean he's got a uh, gray hair oh yeah i did see that so, so suppose that's Professor Hulk to where he's more of an uh, of amalgamation. Yeah, like an intelligent Hulk. Yeah, right. Which in the comics that was always cool. So Tony uh, may have a kid now, right? You know, and and obviously that comes back as Ronan and all that. So that's that's the most logical way I see things happening to where they realize, okay, now we have a chance to really do it, but it may screw up things that were that we're actually happy about. Right. I mean, imagine me and Tony Stark and having to go back in time. But you know that if you win, if you are successful in bringing back Spider-Man, who's almost like your son, you're going to lose your actual legitimate daughter. But how would he know that? That if you win, 
your future is different. Well, yeah, but that doesn't mean he's going to lose the daughter. Yes, he will. Well, yes, how? he will. What do you mean, how? So let's he's, say he's still with Pepper, right? Yeah, but it doesn't mean it's going to be the exact same child that comes out. Well, how do we know? <laughs> no, come on. I mean, it would be a little bit of a stretch, but everything would be different. He's smart enough. You yeah. would know. You would know that if you have a child right now in a in a post apocalyptic future, right? Let's, right. It's not even necessarily true, but in a post apocalyptic future, you have a child. If you go back and change time to where it's a normal future, and you have a child, it's not going to be the same kid. Yeah, I mean, even if, well, even if it's the same like person, the personality and the life experience. I mean, like you have twins, like you have identical twins, and they're raised in different states. They're going to be different people, you know? Right, right. So, anyways, well, thanks for entertaining, Tim. I appreciate it. Oh yeah, sure. See, and that's <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward too. to it. Yeah, and oh, uh, yeah. here's another thing, real, real quick. And I, I really hope, and I know a lot of people do, that Captain Marvel's kind of treated as like a secret weapon in it, because I'm afraid that. They're not going. They're just going to take her power for what it's worth and just have her in the front and just kicking butt the whole time. I mean, that's cool, but I don't want to overlook the fact that she's basically a human tesseract, you know. But and, see, but see that, that's the thing. That's why I think when she comes in, because she arrives early on after the snap, right? Probably two weeks within the snap. Then they go and they find Thanos. Thanos. They go and they get him. Okay. So I imagine that with her power, they beat him up bad. And and again, uh, that would be awesome. But then what? That's what I'm saying. Like, like she needs to have some sort of relevance by the fact that they think he has all the infinity stones, but she's one in a way, in a way. But But I think you'll get that when you go back in time. I, I still, I still think one of the most, one of the things that happens in the very front end, is yeah. that they beat him, but it doesn't solve anything. All their that, friends I really like dead. that. I actually do like that a lot. We'll see. I, I, I mean, there's so many, like, like, this is ending. This is a 10-year journey. Okay? Yeah. Uh, whether or not, you know, I have some qualms about whether or not this sequel trilogy is the best, you know, ending of the Skywalker saga. It still is what they're still calling it the ending. Mm-hmm. You know, all these things are happening this year. Game of Thrones yeah. is ending. Um, man, I, I love Game of Thrones. You know, supposedly we're getting a, a final Toy Story, even though I thought Toy Story 3 was the final one. Right, right. You, you know, it, there's definitely a sense that's, of... That's June, right? This year? Yeah. Like, it's a simultaneously exciting and scary time because while you have all this awesomeness happening right now with all of these franchises, there's going to be a little bit of a gap here next year. And well, either maybe, maybe we don't know yet. Well, well, that's true. I mean, cause you also have like Jurassic world and stuff like that still going on. And they're going to start announcing, they're going to announce stuff for next year. That that's, I assume that's what we're getting at, at uh, the convention. So I just, cause let's just say star Wars the episodes and Marvel are going to be done for a little bit. I know they also they, each Lucasfilm and Marvel have plans for other stuff. I get that, but it's it's, it's a little bit of an opportunity for an, another franchise to kind of make its way to being huge. Because right now, those are the two huge franchises in the world, and you, know, you got Jurassic Park and all those awesome st- movies. 
But like Marvel, like you said, 10 years ago, there were some cool movies that people enjoyed, but look what it turned into now. So what's the, and and Star Wars, I mean, that's been building for a lot longer, but still same same type of thing. When it first came out, nobody knew what it was before it came out. And since then, it's just been building to being history. So what's next? Like, what's the next thing to change cinema at this point? I mean, we obviously don't know, but. Godzilla. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure we'll find out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's simultaneously exciting and scary because oh, it, yeah. it's a big task. But if it's pulled off, it's awesome for us who get to watch it. So yep. anyway, we'll be back next week with our last episode before Celebration Chicago 2019, which is going to be a huge one in every sense of the word. <laughs> like the number of people there, the number of awesome things that are going to be coming out of it, the mural that they're painting, like everything about this is huge so we'll be back next time we're gonna have some discussions on what we expect what special, we want. special guest Shirley special Temple. guest yep yep and uh going way back to our roots here way <laughs> With, back to our roots unless she or he chooses not to show up and then they'll have to face the uh the s talk from myself well, not only that, but also that really would be going way back to our roots if that's that what happens. Yeah, very true. Very true. This is <laughs> madness, though, I tell you. So, well, yeah, we got this next time. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening, and I hope you enjoyed it. And stick around for our next episode because it's going to be awesome. And then the one after that is also going to be awesome because we'll be talking about the awesomeness that came from Celebration, and I'll have been there. So I don't even know if you can contain all the awesomeness. I don't think it's possible. We'll see. Uh, (laughs) Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll be back next time. Bye. Bye.